You're listening to the Salty Sex Cast with Pamela and Mariah. Yeah, and what's puberty? The sex education you wish you had in high school. Maybe a diagram will help. Oh, hello. Welcome to the Salty Sex Cast with Mariah here today. And for this episode, I have a great guest. Unfortunately, Pamela can't be with us today. She is on a fun vacation with her family. So sending her great vibes out there. But how are you, poet Ray Monet? Thank you for joining. I am so well and so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Wonderful. So, um, and are you okay if I call you Ray? Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. <laughs> Thanks. I'm like, I'm going to stumble over Ray Monet. See, I am stumbling over it right now the whole time, but I love how it just falls off your tongue. Um, and just, it, it sounds really great, but for a reason, I'm sure because you are a poet, you do yeah. you know, those things, you know, we work on them a little bit. It seems like it comes easy, but it's actually a lot of hard work. Um, and any writer out there, you know, anybody that's done, you know, a book or more than one book can definitely tell you that it's a lot more than it seems. It's a lot more than just jotting stuff down in your journal at home and, um, but it's a it's an incredible incredible line of work, and I would not want to be doing anything else. Well, I would love for you to tell our listeners and our viewers, those who are catching us on YouTube, um, who are you and what do you do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, folks, I'm poet Ray Monet. I am a Washington D.C. native, and I am an erotic poet and author. Um, I have seven books out currently on Amazon. I also produce uh, visual art, a lot of which can be seen in my book covers. Um, I also produce uh, events that are focused around sex education. And in fact, my entire line of work, my whole like empire, if you will, is situated around sexual education as well. Um, I even create seminars, candles, you know, um, all kinds of things I have in store. And I am just so, so excited to talk to people about sexual education and really relate to them how important it is not only to get that education, but then to also be empowered by that education to make better decisions for you and your personal life. And I think that's so, so important. It's paramount to everybody, literally everyone in the world to, to take control and to take understanding of that sexual knowledge. And that's what I'm all about. And I absolutely love the work that I do. That's fantastic. And I am another lover of sex education. Obviously the whole reason we have this podcast, you, we just can't get enough. I mean, I think it's just so important. It's an important message to share. Um, so what got you started in this field? Like what was really important for you, that driving factor to do what you do? Yeah, well, actually it's, Kind of a sad story, so I'm not going to wallow on that for too long, um, but unfortunately in my childhood, I went through a lot of crap, okay? Um, a lot of really negative sexual interactions. Um, you know, I was raped. I was being molested by, like, the son of a babysitter. I, like, there was crazy stuff that was going on in my world, and um, I didn't know how to express that. I was filled with so much anger and pain and just rage and confusion. I mean, the list goes on. I mean, cause literally I ran the gamut of emotions, but when I found poetry or when poetry found me, when they introduced it in school, that was it. 
Like I, I found the thing that I would be able to use to express myself. And after writing for so long, eventually, you know, I started to read those writings to other people and they would tell me how it helped them to hear, you know, what I was saying and what I had gone through. So many other people would come to me and like, you know, kind of confess things that had happened that they had never told anybody else, but they can feel comfortable talking to me and telling me about it because I've been through something similar. Um, and noticing that that was helping other people, that's the thing that really led me down my path. Um, I, I created, you know, like the Urban Word Poetry Club when I was in uh, high school. I, I took that with me on to college to kind of continue that. Um, after leaving college, you know, I kind of, you know, took a while and I was just, you know, a kid, you know, <laughs> just, you know, in my 20s and like being frivolous and not really caring about anything. Um, and then, you know, life kind of got me refocused. And I started publishing books um, seven years ago, got seven books now. And, um, it, it really has been an absolute incredible ride. And to live in your truth and to be like following the thing that you are supposed to do is incredible because doors will open up for you like you've never seen before. And, it, and it's really just like the whole world coming into alignment and it's absolutely beautiful. Way to just I'm make... sorry, I may have talked about too much there. <laughs> Please do. This is a podcast. We're here to talk. I love it. Um just that story of, you know, it, it is heartbreaking and so horrible that things are out there that's happening and, and to take that pain that you've personally gone through and actually use that for your healing modality. You know, this is what you're now, um, able to even, you know, be there for others who maybe yeah. don't have that support. That's beautiful. Um, and as much as you know, we never want to go through that stuff uh, and how much, you know, that sometimes is what molds us eventually. And um, so with that, I was looking at some of your books online um, and I think it's just great. So tell me what started some of those. I would love to hear a little bit of like, you know, how that writing and do you start with a story or does it kind of just, is it real life experiences that you kind of change into, um, fantasy or, or, you know, protect, mm -hmm. not, I, tell me more. <laughs> so, um, it's well, okay. I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of a cheater. Okay. Sorry guys. <laughs> All right. Because, um, I, everything that I have ever written, I keep everything. Okay, the, the drunk scrawlings on the napkin at the bar, I keep those, you know, the, the shaky handwriting on the bus on the way to work, I keep those, you know, and I just have them all filed away. So when I'm ready to write a new book, at this point, I decide on kind of what the subject matter is going to be. And then I go back through all of those pieces and I pull out those pieces that kind of fit along that subject, right? And then I say, okay. And then, you know, all of these pieces are, you know, again, from like years and years and years ago. But now I have to filter them through who I am now, like the experience mm -hmm. I have now, and also what, um, what lesson I want to impart. Because every single poem, no matter how short or how long, it, they have their own message they have their own meaning, they have their own direction. And then like, after I've created those pieces, then it's about how do those pieces line up to tell a story? 
you know, then it's how do those pieces, you know, kind of come together to create a whole. And if they don't, sometimes even though they're revised, great, sit to the side, we'll come back to you later for another book, you know, maybe, maybe not. You know, um, but it, it's definitely like that. Now I do write, I do still write new pieces, of course. Um, and when I do, um, it is definitely, definitely a mix of real life and um, and a little bit of, of creative license. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, because um, because as a writer, you know, yes, you want to be vulnerable with the people, but at the same time, you know, especially in this internet world, you don't want people walking around talking about, oh, you wrote that poem for Tony six years ago, or whatever, or trying mm -hmm. to talk about your personal relationship status. No, the point of a poem is so that you can relate it to yourself, so that it can be broad enough. To, to capture your attention, specific enough to draw you to a certain memory, and then broad enough again to get you to that general emotion that, you know, I as the author am trying to kind of pull out of you. Mm -hmm. um, and and it's, it's really like that, that little hourglass. It's like those little waves, you know, um, and, it, and it kind of goes in and out like that. But I really try my best to um, insert a lesson at all times. Um, it, it can't be pointless. It can't be uh, sexy. For sexy sake, not that there's anything wrong with that, okay? But, you know, I find it extremely, extremely important to let people know that sex is not only sex. It is so rarely, so rarely just sex, mm -hmm. okay? And I mean, like, so, like, oh my, like 99% rare, okay? Like that one person that you meet in the club that one night and you guys have sex and you never, you actually never see them again in the rest of your life. You never get a call, an email, no STDs, no pregnancies, no outlying effect, nothing. Mm -hmm. And nothing emotional on top of that, <sighs> rare. And typically you're looking for that physical outlet because of an internal need, something is going on. So yeah, you're completely right. Having that very, very small percentage of those that are just physical. Um, I think that's a great call out. And I think more of us need to talk a little bit more of that. And so it sounds like you do already. Um, and I do like your process that you already have those poems and the, a lot of that already written and then you combine them and put them together. Um, do you feel like you're more authentic instead of like, Hey, I have this theme now and now I have to produce content and trying to pull it through. It's not quite that emotional. You know, you're trying to just fill a quota, you know, type thing to get a book done or, or, or something like I, you know, I think in my opinion, who is not an author, <laughs> It would be one of those things that's a little bit more authentic to say, I'm going to write this in the moment that it comes to me, how I'm really feeling it. And then when I either have enough or, or just that drive is there to put it together, then to, to put it into a book and publish. I think that's a really beautiful way of writing. Thank you. Thank you. It definitely is. Um, unique. <laughs> I don't think I've heard of, of many other authors who, who do it this way. Um, but I, I agree that I do think it is a little bit more authentic for me because um, have, you, have you ever been in an argument 
and you say stuff in the argument, right? And then after the argument, you think of all of the amazing things that you could have said in the argument. <laughs> and oh, like how time. it's so valid and it's so like on point. And this is my poetry, okay? <laughs> so when it comes out, it's like just raw and it's unformed and it's, you know, just all of the things. It's just, just onto the page. However, when I come back and I refine it, then we can shape it up. Now it's a beautiful argument. Now it's, it's, it's something better. It's so mm -hmm. much better than it was before. <laughs> so really my, my editing process is, is me reshaping the argument. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it's an artistic approach for yourself. I mean, you truly are an artist with, with words, right? Um, I'm sure is and and you already do your own art, physical art. So, or, um, image art, not physical, but same, right. Um, for your books, I'm, I'm looking online on Amazon and looking at those and, um, beautiful cover art. I'd have to say my favorite is probably the, the bedroom companion. Ah, yeah, that one's really gorgeous. I'm yes. right over here. Well, I've got it up on the wall too, but it's too far to, to get yes. to. So that's the front cover of the book. And when you open it up, it's a whole lady. Oh, <laughs> clever. That's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. I love that. So I've done that. Yeah. Kind of with a few of them, I think. Um, yeah. So her poems for her people. Mm -hmm. the, the broken hearted book. This is my only book that is not sexual. Um, oh. And my mom begged me to do one book that she could share with her coworkers and not feel, <laughs> you know, so this I have to come with a disclaimer. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so that was, oh, you know, opens up yeah. and it's funny because the heart kind of looks angry. It does. It kind of just, like, yeah, just those like, angry right, tears. <laughs> yeah. I call those yeah. hot tears. Um, hot you're, tears. yeah, you're angry and you're crying and you're, yeah, typically yeah. and heartbroken still, I get quite angry when I'm heartbroken, not sad. Um, so I think it's very fitting, <laughs> at least for the cover. Yeah, How about for sure. So this one is my, well, this is the most recent book. It's Happy Poems for Healing Hearts. Mm -hmm. And it's a companion to Heart Poems for Her People. So, you know, you can see now that the heart is, is bustling and it's excited and it's growing and it's springtime and, you know, everything is just, just coming back you know, to how it used to be. Um, and it, it, it's getting that renewal and, and refreshment. And I love that. I'm so, so proud of this newest book. I've wow. got to tell you. Um, yes, please tell me. I've written tons of poems in my life, um, but I just, and, and, and I think it's me, you know, it's the new maturity, the, the growth, the understanding, like learning, going through all of these lessons and really, again, being able to kind of filter it back through into this, this book of, of poems, I'm, I'm so proud. I really am. I'm very, very happy. And I never, I'm, I'm a Virgo. So I'm very like in my shell and in my head and hard on myself all the time. So it's weird that I'm even saying this out loud. Um, but I'm, I'm really, really, really proud of that book. I really am. That's really great to get to that point of just satisfied self-satisfaction I mean you get to be you look at all the work and, and things that you've put in and to be really really proud of that and get to see it um and then share your messages with so many other people um so your your writing process you know kind of walked us through the writing process um you know I'd love to hear a little bit of like you know what got you into sex education 
what, when you say you do, um, like presentations and workshops and things like that, tell us a little bit more about what those look like for you. Yeah. Um, well, they're a lot, a lot of fun. I will say that, um, seminars, they, I was running them a lot between, uh, I want to say 2016. And I think my last one I did was October of 2019. Um, so far, um, I will be picking those up, you know, as we kind of come a little bit more out of COVID. Um, but I've been doing stuff like, um, (laughs) I have this great seminar called, um, you know, like, of course, you know, the one-eyed snake, right? Is It's talking all about, you know, kind of giving head without like losing yourself. You know what I mean? Like, like keep your head, but keep your head in the game. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's such a it's great that reference. kind of fun seminar um, about oral sex. Um, but I have wonderful seminars for couples and singles as well. And usually that looks like, um, you know, kind of, me in the room in front of anywhere from, I think my smallest group was maybe seven, seven or eight people. And I think my largest group was 120 so far. Um, And this was like, you know, kind of setting. So um, going into those and dealing with those kinds of things, it's really all about that interaction. It's all about that energy between me and the crowd. Like, I, I don't just want to stand up in front of the room and say, okay, well, look at this thing here, write this down. Okay, this is going to be on the test. Who wants mm-hmm. to do that? Yeah. It needs to be a conversation. It needs to be open and organic. It needs to be, well, girl, what did you do after you found Daryl cheating? Mm, you know, well, that tells me that she was hurt. You were acting out of pain. You know what I mean? And, and when we act out that way, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, we can kind of really form those, those, um, those connections, you know, with, with our, our viewers, listeners, customers, whatever you want to call them. I just yeah. call them my, my lovers. Um, <laughs> because at the end of the day, that's what they're, they are. And that's what they're doing. You know, they're trying to re- retain this information and, and all of this um, learning so that they're able to go home and love on somebody, you mm-hmm. know? So at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. And as long as they're getting the information to do that and they're in a safe environment where they don't feel threatened, that is all me. It's the best. Well, I mean, just even using that same parallel of that very small percentage, it's just physical, that very small percentage of it's just information. Sure. It's helpful, but I need it to relate to myself. I need it true, authentic, relatable, and okay. That person's struggling with the same thing I am, or this is a very real worry. And someone's validating that worry for me. Um, just because sex is such a natural thing for us humans does not mean the education or the know-how or the, the anything is natural. (laughs) We stumble, we make mistakes. We still need to learn and we need to continue learning. We don't get to pass high school health and say, check that box. I'm good. (laughs) I didn't want to interrupt you, but yes, I was definitely over here and like, Oh, yes, this is so, this is exactly what I'm talking about. You know, there are people who are out there that's like, I got kids. I know about sex. Okay. (laughs) Um, But yet, you know, you still think, I don't know, kissing gets you pregnant, you know, you know, or you think that uh, the rhythm method is 100% 100 fail proof, you know, like, come on. 
you know, I, I mean, there are there are people in the world who have really interesting um, sexual views, and um, it's kind of uh, on the one hand, it's it's a little funny, right, when we hear like crazy stuff like this. Um, you know, one of the ones um, that I think is is the most damaging and the most offensive, I think, is when, you know, um, when it's, of course, everything is, is pinned on women, everything is, you know, kind of put against women and putting women down um, in terms of like sexual terminology and, and all of the messages that we've been getting from the past, right? Um, one of those things that still persists, even among women, is to say that, oh, if you've been with so many people that, you know, that you're worn out, right? Mm-hmm. Or that you're, you know, that your vagina's lost its elasticity, okay? <laughs> we have whole babies, Okay, whole babies. And we are not walking around like, I don't know, like the bowling ball shoot. Okay, <laughs> like, we're, that's not a real thing. And people know that. And women have babies and go home and they know that. Like, it's an experience that they've had. So how we can continue to disparage one another, you know, over sexual activity that we are all having. Okay, you know, I mean, yeah, we may not be doing the same things in our bedrooms, but my God, at the same time, we are definitely still like having a general shared experience. And who's to say, if you have a husband since you're 18 and you fuck him 5,000, I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. This is welcome. (laughs) If you have sex with him 5,000 times, okay, but I've had uh, three boyfriends in six years, and I've only had a total of uh, 60 sexual interactions. Aren't you, by your logic, then more worn out than me? Mm-hmm. Right? But it's all meant to put women down, you know? Um, so I really, really want to also kind of educate to get away from that perspective, to get women feeling comfortable about who they are, who they are with, what they are doing, to understand that it's okay to like reject someone who has a damaging mindset. Um, I think that's really important too, um, because we get into relationships all the time with, with men who openly think down on women, who say things and it's like, oh, well, he's just talking about other women, not me. Girl, it's you too. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have to really kind of normalize getting that empowerment to women and around women so that they are able to really rise and, and give themselves, give themselves their own benchmarks for what is good and what's not good for them. That's the most important thing. Yeah. Not because this one person said, or this was this person's experience. Doesn't mean that's going to be mine. And, um, And even though I know the mechanics or I do know, you know, this, that, or the other because of help class, or I'm a nurse or something doesn't mean, you know, the psychological part of intimacy and sex and being so vulnerable, but also tapping into yourself. Um, Am I even comfortable with sex? And if not, where do I start? Um, So with the literature medium, you know, being able to read that. How do you feel like you're reaching some of those, um, some of your audience, you know, who do you feel like really is valuing those messages? Uh, well, I definitely, um, I definitely 
angle my books toward, um, you know, toward the ladies, toward the femmes, um, because I definitely think that, you know, again, it's just important to get that message to women. Um, but on the other end, I will say that uh, there are, I have so many gay male fans, okay? <laughs> and I love them so much. I am trying to, um, I'm actually in the process now and it's a long process. So I don't expect this book to be done um, like anytime soon, but I have been um, kind of doing like interviews um, with gay men and collecting like from them so that I could eventually, hopefully, you know, create something that might be, um, you know, more accessible to them. Um, and, and would help more with their specific plight. Um, because there are things that men go through and that um, homosexual men go through in their relationships that lesbians aren't privy to, that bisexual women aren't privy, that no to. So, you know, um, I definitely do want to give that voice, but I also um, want to be very careful about it because I don't want to, you know, try to say that, oh, I speak for gay men now. Obviously, I don't, um, you know, but I do want to also kind of give other gay men the space to publish, you know what I mean? I want to help um, other authors to get their word out and to get their stories out as well. Um, in fact, that's one of the things that I do uh, with my group authors of erotica. Um, we have a little a little Facebook group and there's only about, I think there's like a hundred, maybe 110 of us now. And all we do is share information author to author. Uh, we, we post up, um, you know, contests and prizes and grants that are open. Wow. We let you know about how to market your book, how to get around like Facebook and Instagram. And they're like, um, I don't know, their celibacy rules or something. They're totally against sex oh. over there. Uh, <laughs> you know? We are so, we're constantly battling that. Uh, Pamela, my co-host recently actually had to restart over on Instagram with her boudoir ph photography, her whole following everything because her profile was deleted. It's just so sad. I, I loathe it. I'm like, we are sanitizing and that's, what's making us more ill in this sexed, starved um, sex crazed, you know, we're, we're not being able to be healthy with it. Um, yes, I can go on about that. And I know you'll, yeah, you're like, yes, <laughs> totally agree with you. Yeah. So that's hard to navigate that. I'm really, that's wonderful that that's a service that you offer and that a community that's there to really help boost those people up who are battling against that, which I feel like we all are. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, and I, I know, I don't, I know we're not going to get like way, way into it. Okay. But just touching on sanitization really quickly. I feel like um, it's so interesting that, you know, we, we give everybody and everything else a platform, mm -hmm. you know, um, like, I, I, I just think that's so interesting, but the most natural thing, you know, the thing that literally, and I think people also don't realize that sex impacts every everything. area of your life everything every, it is everything part of a holistic being so if you want to sanitize that and shove it down and pretend it doesn't exist or only exists behind closed doors where conversations aren't helpful healthy or helpful you're gonna not be 
the most healthy person you can be. Um, you know, that's honestly, I wear battle buns quite often for the podcast. It's you know a little bit of a signature look, but I feel like I go into battle each time I do these podcasts. Like it really is so important to stand up for those who really need it. We, we need more positive and safe conversations. Not, it's not scary. It's not dirty. It's not wrong. Oh, yes. Yes, girl. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> so um, there's just, well, I, I wanted you two more things. I don't know if we have time. Um, we have plenty of time. Yes. I would, I would love to, um, I'd love to tell you about an event I have coming up. And if we have some time later, I'd also love to do a poem for you. Yes, um, please, please. But there's a, um, there's a wonderful event series that I've been working on um, throughout, you know, like this was my pandemic project, <laughs> was working on this event series. Um, and it's called uh, Poet Ray Monet Presents for Couples Only. And um, we've had basically a, a mix of entertainment and education, right? So we'll have comedians, um, burlesque dancers, erotic poets, you know, come out to perform. Uh, we usually have an oddity, like um, we've had a uh, we've had a BDSM performer, we've had a uh, sword swallower, and we're having a fire uh, fire dancer um, mm-hmm. in our next show. And we usually also have three professionals who come to uh, to tell our our audience about different like different sexual related things. So we've done like intro to anal to role play. Um, intro to um, intro to BDSM, intro to oh gosh, too, too many intros. Um, <laughs> intro to edging, intro to toys, um, intro to orgasms. Uh, so lots of really fun stuff. But mm-hmm. I'm super amped because this summer, um, Sunday, July 25th, we are going to be doing Couple Fest 2021. So this is going to be mm-hmm. taking our regular show. We're amping it up. We're going outdoors, and basically, it's going to be this massive outdoor couples picnic, and like just everything. We're having food trucks, giant lawn games, like I said, the fire dancer, um, the poets and comedians and all of that. And then everything is interactive. So we're doing intro to twerk, intro to sexercise, <laughs> and intro to Kama Sutra. Sexercise, yes. So, oh my yeah. gosh, I'm for it. That's like, so wonderful. Yeah. And it's- Thank you, Froze. This is the one downfall of having oh. Zoom. Are you still there, Ray? Yes, I can hear you. I can see you. We're here. (laughs) That is the only thing when technology does not want to (laughs) uh, behave. So. It just it just got too hot in here for yeah, the computer. Right? My computer was trying to overheat <laughs> because it was so spicy. I <laughs> oh, love it. Yeah. So you're telling us about the event and um, when is it? Where is it? How can they find out more information? Um, it just sounds super fun. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be um, Sunday, July 25th, 2021 in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. And you guys can find out the information by visiting bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y backslash 
for couples only. All of that is lowercase. So bit.ly backslash F-O-R-C-O-U-P-L-E-S-O-N-L-Y. Okay. You <laughs> I know you guys know how to spell. Yeah. I was like, but... I couldn't spell like that. Just pulling it out. I have to write it. I'm a visual. <laughs> um, so that's so great. I, um, and I do, I'll ask just for anyone who maybe is curious, it says for couples only, um, we do have quite a few folks who are polyamorous. Um, and I'm sure it's still just as welcoming there, but it's definitely bring a partner or partners is what yes. it is. Okay. Sounds great. Absolutely. Yeah. So even if you're single, like you can, you can, all of the tickets are sold as couples. Okay. Yes. So if you are single and you just want to come and you just want to sit by yourself, you can do that. But why not bring a friend? Why not bring that person you've been thinking about fucking? Why not bring, you know, the person that you have fucked, but then it got a little dull. So you guys stop fucking, but you've been thinking about it lately. So maybe it's time to circle back around and maybe this event is the thing that'll do it. Okay. Ooh, We've all like been quarantining that. alone um, for some time. Oh. So if you've got your shots, okay. And your booze got their shots. <laughs> that's wonderful okay, yeah. what, what are they calling it a, um oh a hot girl summer that's what they're calling it <laughs> so. hot girl it'll be hot it'll be warm that'll be it spice will. and then it things will. are going on that's wonderful <laughs> okay so there's that one event that's coming up anything else that you'd love to share with our listeners oh absolutely i um if my computer will allow me, just I me mean, just fan it off for a second, okay, and see if it will um, allow me to to read a poem to you. Um, this one will be coming out of my newest book, uh, Happy Poems for Healing Hearts. Um, I just, yeah, I love it so much. So I'm not going to preface it too much. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna read it. I'm yes, just gonna please. read it. Uh, this is called On the Inside. On the inside. My heart beats your blood. It pumps you through my veins. You are a part of me and my heart knows the same. It speeds when it hears your name and slows when it sits at home wrapped in your arms and feeling safe. On the outside, I glow just to see you approach. My breath quickens, handsome, sweat upon my brow, cheeks go rose. I produce a smile so wide that the sun shines. And while you can't see it, I promise my panties start dripping like we're out by the poolside. Inside, hormones raging, alarm bells ringing, vibration starts deep within my loins and rapidly overtakes me. Fever shoots up once the door closes, it's just us. I'm tempted to act, but my mind is telling me to hold back. There are troops at the perimeter saving off the attack, but the last bastion of my civility is about to be hacked because on the outside, as soon as you touched my hand, I released a small sigh. Eyes closed, inhaled your scent, triggering the relaxation of my shoulders and my thighs. You look into my eyes. My knees are bad, but they can't seem to keep me upright. So you pull me in tight, bracing for the affection. Our chest connects and my heart booms and ate away for a physical connection. Moist lips, this close to a kiss. Eyes searching eyes for a hint of resistance, but there isn't. So you rile my hormones by wrestling my tongue into submission. On the inside? No, outside. Inside? I don't know. We're all going berserk. All I know is that my brain is soup and I'm pretty sure my panties are worse. 
In fact, the only thing that I'm certain of is that my whole body feels like a plasma ball because every inch that your fingers touch feels electric like I'm the bulb. We're too closely involved. I back off. I check your eyes to see the lust is formed. You're looking like a hungry lion and I'm a puma about to be pounced on, but God damn it, it turns me on. On the inside, your slick words sliding down between the crease in my hemispheres, causing synapses to fire on all cylinders. I've never thought like this before. Stimulated mentally would be, would be a descriptive deficiency. I mean, I can't place a proper piece of text or phrase that could summarize the predicament that I'm in today. I am simply overwhelmed. Heat created in my loins rises up, crests upon my forehead and rolls down into my breasts. My chest heaving in step with your breath synergy. We connect on a level of, that's unmet, but my spirit of discernment is telling me that this is all a test and if I walk away now, you'll either fail or rise to the crest. So I'm, I'm just gonna leave you with a friendly kiss and a pat upon the chest and tell you this is all too much for me and I'm gonna simply divest. You'll either show me that you're respectable or you'll show me that you're a mess. Either way, this night's gonna be examined no matter the reaction you made upon my protest. That's on the inside. That's a crazy, crazy poem, right? Wow. So that is just a tiny snippet of all the powerful poems that you have um, really help tap others into their sensuality. I mean, just again, you look at that one percentage that really is physical, a tiny percent, not even one less <laughs> and everything else that's going on emotions everything that's there. That's beautiful. You captured that very, very well. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Definitely. Thank you. Thank yes. you. I mean, you know, and like I said, I always try to, to put like a message, um, you know, in there as well. And, and it's not, it's not just what you feel in that moment. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I mean, it's, it's 2021. All we want is instant gratification. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, it is, it is not at all about waiting, slowing down, biding your time, working hard. That's just not what it's about in 2021, unfortunately. Um, and that leaves a lot of people to just act, um, immediately, you know, mm -hmm. and, and not slow down to think about it, not slow down to consider like, yeah, what if I do say no, what is this person's reaction going to be? Because that's very telling. It's very telling and it, it even possibly could save you in the future. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that, that people don't think about that. It's so much further than, than just this one moment, just this one interaction, just this heat or this passion, you know, you can still have that later. It's okay. Well said, I think that's a great call out that more of us need to realize. And so just having it there. Um, and you get to kind of interpret it, you know, what is, what stood out to you? What's meaningful for you as a reader, um, as an audience, um, or member of your audience. Um, so how often do you do live poetry readings? I'm just curious. Cause that was a beautiful experience. I just don't think I could have got that same experience reading it. Um, still quite lovely, but um, do you have, you know, go live on social media or anything like that, you know, tell everyone what they can expect. They follow you and where to follow you. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, gosh, I forget that all the time. Um, <laughs> I am all over the website um, at Poet Ray Monet. Uh, so P-O-E-T-R-A-E-M-O-N-E-T. Uh, that's how you'll be able to find me all over Facebook, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn now, I guess. I don't know. I am not on TikTok, though, because I'm an old ass lady and I don't belong on there. Okay. But other than that, I've got all of the, you know, I've got the big three, so we're covered. Um, <laughs> if you guys are looking for um, uh, the events as well, you can follow those at PRM Presents. So P-R-M-P-R-E-S-E-N-T-S. Um, and those will be everywhere as well. Um, as far as um, going live, um, I have been going live, especially this month. Uh, we do every Tuesday at 8 p.m., on um, Authors of Erotica IG. And that's so that we can, you know, talk about National Poetry Month, that we can get more poets performing. Um, and, you know, my group, we're trying to um, really promote all of their books um, and things like that this month as well. Um, I do get out to a lot of events. Um, my schedule is always packed. Um, and of course, with 2020 now, it's changed from um, a lot more in-person to a lot more Zoom calls and YouTube lives and IG lives and stuff like that. Um, but I do always post those on my page and post the links so that everybody can check them out at any time. And um, very exciting as well. And what day is this? Oh, Next weekend, I am actually going to Pittsburgh to record my audio companion. Um, so that same thing that you said that, you know, you don't think that you're going to get the same feeling like through, you know, just reading it. Um, this is going to be a collection of um, 10 pieces. So it's 10 or nine poems plus an excerpt from Chasing Adam, um, my erotic novel. And all of those will be set to like sexy music and you'll get to hear, you know, everything um, really as it's intended to be. And I'm just so, so excited about that. That's going to be an amazing, amazing project when it's finished. Oh my goodness. That sounds so fun. And it just sounds like a very immersive experience for your audience, you know, and, and anyone else listening who's interested in all those sensations of, of hearing it and getting to kind of really be a part of, you know, that sexy yeah. <laughs> moment. It's a whole lifestyle. I'm serious because yeah. like I said, I produce candles, you know what I'm saying? So you know, so we're triggering. So, okay. Say that you've got the audio thing, right? So you've got, you know, your, your sound going on, you're, you're reading the book. So you're holding something, you're already touching something tactile. You're getting your sight involved, right? Then you've got, you know, your candles going. So you're getting the scent. Like it's really triggering um, sense after sense after sense, which is also what the bedroom companion talks about, like kind of going through each of those senses and heightening those senses to have, you know, better erotic, you know, um, interplay, you know, being able to kind of heighten all of that stuff that's going on because all day we're unplugged. We're on our phones. We're away from people. We have to keep six feet apart now. Like we are literally distancing ourselves further and further and further. So when it's time for, you know, sexy time, when it's time to be, you know, romantic, you need to slowly kind of reconnect those senses and not just jump back into it. Um, I think it's really important to kind of take your time and like build that up and it just makes it better. It makes it better. Yeah. The more senses you can involve, um, and just have a fully immersive experience. How beautiful. So, uh, add candles, 
listen to it, read it, get comfy. I love it. Like that. How fun would that be just to, for one, you don't even have to have a partner or anyone else with that to have a very, really authentic experience for yourself. Um, I'm all about self-care and erotic self-care. So <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, yes. Ooh, yes. Speaking of erotic self-care. Okay. I almost forgot this one. It's like buried at the bottom. of. <laughs> so this is um, Expose Your Inner Diva. It's Ooh. a workbook on understanding your sexual self. And this is like, this is, this is the one, this is the workbook. Okay. So it's literally, you know, you fill it in, you answer the questions, you tell me about your past and your sex life and like how things are going, you know? Um, and we also do, I think I passed it just a little bit, but we also do a little, um, oh, I definitely passed it, <laughs> but we do a little sex ed, you know? We actually teach you about some of the stuff that you might not know about. Um, we dispel some of those myths. We we talk about, you know, or we rather get you to talk about um, like what's going on in your life, what's going on in your past. When you write down all of these answers, like let's go through all of your exes, right? And if we're going through all of your exes, what do you notice? What's what's the common thing? Why are your relationships always failing? You know, what's the contentious point? Um, you know, I used to realize that in my relationships, I would have one request and it would be something so small, okay? Um, let's go to the movies, babe, you know? But I might ask that every week, okay? And that one request never gets fulfilled. I've had that happen in several and it's just, let's go, let's go, um, let's go to the gun range, babe, you know, mm. hey, let's yeah. go out for ice cream one of these Sundays and like walk along the pier, you know, and it's just one of those repeating suggestions, just like, um, honey, clean the gutters, honey, could you clean the gutters, honey, could you clean the gut? And then eventually yeah. when some other man yeah. comes to clean my gutters, you're going to be mad, <laughs> but <laughs> But I told you all this time that I wanted you to clean the gutters, you know, and it just, it falls on deaf ears. So now when I realize that, like, uh, okay, well, I've asked this person this like four or five times now. Okay. Mm -hmm. I understand yeah. now that you're not going to fulfill that request. So I'm just going to go ahead and move on, you know? So using that workbook as your own personal, um, you know, if, some people are more shy to talk about sex. So having a sex therapist or even a friend to talk about this might be really, really difficult, even your own shame too. So what a safe place to be able to work through that on. And it's not like it's here's your sex workbook all over the cover, you know, like that, right. that's a pretty decent, safe cover that you could have sitting around, you know, not everyone's going to be like, oh my gosh, guess what Susie's doing, but how, what a safe way to just get it kind of started and to really be there for yourself and have it walk through. I love that concept. Um, and again, everyone can get these books on Amazon and what do they search on Amazon? Is it just pay, Poet Raymond A? Oh, you know what? Um, even easier than that. You don't even have to go straight to Amazon. You can hit uh, my bit.ly links. I love those short links, okay? Yes. They are the best things in the world. So uh, bit.ly backslash Poet Raymond A. And 
that's my Amazon author page. So all seven of my books will show up. Um, I have, I think five of the seven right now are also in um, ebook. So I, I'm working right now on transferring uh, happy poems into an ebook as well, um, because a lot of people have been asking for that. So that's coming. Um, but everything else you'll be able to find there. And that same site, bit.ly backslash poet Ray Monet will link you to my Facebook and my Instagram and my website. Everything connects all back together. It's one big ass circle. So if you find <laughs> me, you'll find it. <laughs> Yeah, perfect. So, and, you know, unique name, so you can search it. And I mean, I think I even just Googled you and so many resources came up and then I got on your website. I was like, oh my goodness, look at all these, these amazing resources and, and things that you offer for all those. So thank you for being that person, um, that people can go to for creating more safe, healthy sexuality, erotic, get in touch with yourself. I absolutely love it. We need more of you. So thank you for being out there and for everyone, um, who just wants to create a safer place and, and wants to know more. Oh my goodness. Sex education. We can't get enough. Um, so thank you for sharing all the ways that we can get a hold of you. If anyone has any questions, you're welcome to email us at salty at gmail.com we're on Facebook. I think we're on Twitter still. I don't know. Brady's still doing all that. I love him to death. He's not here. I'm in the home studio. So you, if anyone heard dogs barking, kids, who knows what it's cause I'm at home. I'm not in the, the recording studio, but, um, yeah, I'd love to hear from, uh, our listeners. And of course we are on Patreon so you can support us and join our community with exclusive content. And then I was at patreon.com forward slash salty sex cast. I hope everyone has a fantastic week. Stay sexy and salty. Bye. Yeah. And what's puberty? Puberty? Well, puberty's a lot of things. Here's the piece. When you hear about it first, it sounds very strange. Oh, if it really bothers you, you should see a doctor. Then at puberty, certain glands begin to work, and our bodies begin to change. It enlarges the penis itself. And there's a center opening between those two, which is called the vagina. The sex education you wish you had in high school. Maybe a diagram will help.